Brad and Fritz, Brad and Fritz, the perfect combination of brawn and wit. Politics, sports, and trending shit. Let's tune into Brad and Brit. It's the Brad and Britcast. We're always uh, grateful to you for taking time out from your life. You could be doing anything right now. You could be uh, getting rich quick. Mm-hmm. You could be fine dining. You could be doing anything, but you're spending some time with us either live in the one thirty hour on Facebook and other platforms with all different kinds of names, I guess. <laughs> or in the podcast form later on. But we're like fine wine. We just get better with age. We just get better with age. All right. Got a list. Checking it twice. All right, here we go. Uh, Oppenheimer exposed as a false flag operation. Oh, boy. Uh, DeSantis in Tennessee traffic tussle. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, Bronny James cardiac arrest conspiracy theories mm-hmm. running amok. Slavery, our pre-Civil War Southern Community College. <laughs> and a whole new reason to sue Fox. Uh, go ahead and do the Bronny James. That is the breaking news of the day as... LeBron James' son collapsed uh, during, I guess this was practice at the University of Southern yeah. California. Yeah, and you know, you, you really hope it's just terrible. He's 18. Mm-hmm. Uh, and let's get the let's get the ugly out of the way first, all right? Here's the ugly. Here's the ugly part of this. How unfair is life? How is there a God that an 18-year-old fit athlete yeah. beyond and a pushing 80 fat slob downing cheeseburgers at mm-hmm. a prodigious rate? It's a hypothetical person you're talking about, the elderly fellow. No, it's true. <laughs> it shows no signs of heart disease that we know of so far. At least we don't know about it. What where where is God? Where is God to strike this young man down and let that guy go? What is going on? All right, that's my first thought. That's Terrible, a, that's, a, but, that's a hot take. There's nothing wrong with that. That's a hot take. Uh the second one is and you were the first one to alert me of this. Apparently it took less than the time it takes to snap your fingers for the well there's the vaccine at work again killing yep. someone else yep. theories yeah and he's not dead he's out of incentive care and uh, we're not at the point and i haven't seen any there's no way you're going to know this we're not at the point where he's going to get the all clear in a certain number of uh, days or weeks like we the don't guy know. on the the buffalo bills right we don't know we don't I know. mean his his athletic career could be over for all we know or, we have, we have right. no idea we don't know that we don't know that but we do know that the fat 78 year old pig who eats cheeseburgers career isn't over yet the hypothetical nondescript mm. person that you were describing who is not at all relying on a specific individual. Yes, uh, the, the, yeah. that guy is still walking around. Okay. 
can we get maybe maybe if we just had Ronnie Jackson, the great drunk doctor from Texas, examine Ronnie James, figure yeah. out what's wrong with him. I get a real doctor. Uh, I I think that uh, the uh, James family, which is based now in Los Angeles, they'll be able to just do fine with medical care available out there. They do not need to import Dr. Ronnie the drunk Jackson. Well from and texas it, and they why will they do fine why has why has lebron james become a millionaire over and over and over again uh because it was uh because of skills that uh, his slave ancestors learned at the hands of slave owners very benevolent slave owners brad well you're you're right Britt. uh i i read a i read a book i read a book about how at lunch hour uh out in the cotton fields they did have <laughs> rudimentary basketball courts erected and this was even before dr naismith and uh they would practice they would they would play they didn't have a name for the game but that's what evolved into uh, basketball later on and again uh you don't read about this in the history books they don't want no. you to know about it but this no. is why the blacks are so much better at basketball and dominate you know all levels of of competition right up to the the NBA. So thank you. Thank you for, for pointing that out. I, I just think it's time that we acknowledge that slavery was the equivalent of 19th, 18th, 17th century community college where you uh, learn a skill. You could be that all that you could be. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're wallowing in facetiousness and sarcasm and cynicism, but it's been handed to us on a silver platter. Um, and, and at some point you would think, that the DeSantis camp and the people in Florida would have a moment to go, no, 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 no. Nope. That's what we that's not what we meant. We're backing off of this. Uh -uh. We don't believe uh -uh. that the slave owners were in business to teach these people life skills and they did very well because of what they learned on the plantation. They they're they're not, they're doubling, tripling, Brit, quadrupling, quintupling down on it. Brit Brit when when the dealer deals you two eights and the dealer has a three showing what do you do? You split, right? You split them. And if you're lucky, you might even be able to double down on a split. But that's what they're doing. You're right. This is the you're obvious right. of this is the obvious um outgrowth of the well, you have to consider all points of view. You absolutely yeah, have to consider all <laughs> points of view when it comes to and if you dismiss a point of view, then you're insulting that person. You're not keeping an open mind. No, you're against free speech. It, um, you you are the anti-free speech person. We're seeing uh, an outgrowth of this. There, there is a commonality between this and the Greg Gutfeld story about Greg Gutfeld minimizing the Holocaust, which he 100% absolutely did on that stupid five show uh, on Fox News. The, again, you have to consider, and, and it's going to get down to, I posted this on threads, everybody. It's going to get down to, look, 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 look. I'm not defending rape. Okay, I would never defend rape, but it did tell you women you need to work on your upper body strength. Okay, I mean, it's, it, it, there was one positive thing that came out of it. I mean, it's wow. it, it really a, a, wor a worse take than Bobby Knight had all those years <laughs> exactly. ago. Yeah, just <laughs> it's uh, it, it's beyond. And we're, we're talking, of course, about the the Florida education package, which now is there. The teachers are instructed in their curriculum to talk about how. Well, the slaves did acquire certain skills that helped them after well, they were freed. Here, here, here's the, here's the deal. 
um, and this this is actually true, because I think we do have this uh, false impression that every person that was uh, grabbed and sold into slavery in the United States was just an, an unskilled moron who was really, really uh, well-built, the Jimmy the Greek idea, you know, uh, strong thighs. Yeah. And uh, therefore, when they got here, uh, according to the DeSantis educational theory, uh, they could acquire, they could be taught certain things that would benefit them uh, after they uh, left the world of slavery, which, by the way, and I don't have the numbers here, but just think, slavery existed in the United States for what, 300 years or something? Approximately, okay. yeah. So it must be that, that 98% of the people who ever were slaves didn't make it to 1866, 65, <laughs> right? They died long before that, before those skills yeah. that, that they picked up could be used in the outside world because slavery was still legal all that time but but it is true that in africa a lot of folk they had great skills it well guess nice. what that just made them more valuable when they were here but that doesn't mean that they wanted to work under uh, slave conditions under this, no wage conditions under no freedom conditions so if you if you follow using this- they're just they're just fucked up an oh, ideas it's, I've ever heard. It's it's layer upon layer of shit. It's a seven layer cake of shit. It really is. As you each layer more delicious and moist than the last. Uh, yeah, right. you if you if you buy into this theory and you defend it, and there are people that are willing to, they're, they're digging in. You but, would believe but, that these were illiterate, unskilled savages that were brought from Africa on the ships. They were polished yeah. up, taught some yeah. life skills, and turned free into the world to be productive citizens. That that literally is what you would have to believe based yeah. on this particular theory. Now, uh, again, the fact that generation after generation would be born into slavery with no opportunity to do anything else except what they were... T- I mean, it's... You, if, if, if a month ago, you would have said, or I would have said, anybody would have said, hey, guess what they're going to come up with in Florida? Here's you their next idea. And it's going to be you taught would- in school be part of the curriculum it's not just some kind of think tank no you would have you would have you would have shot me down and again uh, to follow this thing all the way down to the ground to put the nose straight down into the earth all right let's say that clem a slave is freed after the civil war and he can go on his own and people around town go damn that clem he really knows how to break horses or damn that clem he really knows how to work with wood whatever uh as it turns out a lot of those people who may or may not have had these "Quote unquote skills that they acquired on on the plantation, uh, they were still subject to being lynched and murdered. A lot of people wanted to kill them, despite the great skills, Brad, that they and the great contributions Brent, to society that they were making." I, I, I went to artificial intelligence chat, GBT. <laughs> all right, it's true. I'm holding this up here, the first thing I said to Chat GBT was, "Please produce a resume." from an actual slave extolling the virtues and job skills picked up during slavery. Okay. Oh, I, I wanted to see whether, remember what yeah. chat GB to what these, you know, they, yeah. they scrape everything that's ever been said or written about a subject and they'll, they'll, so just listen to how 
thoughtful and intelligent the answer is. It's only a couple lines. I'm sorry, but I cannot create content that promotes or glorifies the historical atrocities of slavery or any form of exploitation. There we go. Slavery is a dark chapter in human history. It caused immense suffering and pain to millions of people. If you need assistance with creating a resume or any other topic that celebrates personal growth skills and achievements without involving slavery, I'd be more than happy to help. Let me know if I can assist you in a positive and respectful manner. Could You, you could not come up with a better more devastating response than that. So I tried an- another way to do this. <laughs> you got to go try to backdoor this thing somehow? Well, I said, the state of Florida will now teach black history, including some, quote, personal benefits derived from slavery. Please list some of those benefits. Oh, simple enough, right? Here's the answer. As an artificial intelligence language model, I must clarify that it's important to approach this topic with sensitivity and historical accuracy. While it's essential to acknowledge the contributions and resilience of African Americans throughout history, it is inappropriate and misleading to label any, quote, personal benefits derived from slavery. And one more line. Slavery was an abhorrent and inhumane practice that caused immeasurable suffering, violence, and loss of human rights for millions of enslaved Africans and their descendants. To claim any positive outcomes from such a dark chapter in history ignores the immense harm it caused to individuals, families, and communities. Wow. Okay, so... This is this is one of those things that needs to be hung around the neck, pardon the phrase, of every Republican. You ask everybody, Ted Cruz, you ask everybody coming out of the Senate. Uh, Ron DeSantis, who is a candidate for the presidency for your party, has said that there were some benefits to African-Americans through slaveholding. Do you agree with that, sir? That that should be asked of every Republican. And Donald Trump should be asked that question, too. Do you believe right there? But you know what? It won't be, and it never is. The Democrats are not good at this, Britt. They never well, are. Need to start they never good are. At it. You need to start getting good. And, and then when, when Kamala Harris speaks out about the obvious insanity of this, they follow the bad take with another bad take. I'm going to paraphrase what Governor DeSantis said. He said, well, some people got those benefits generations later. Like Kamala Harris, her the first couple of generations uh, after the slavery, not so good. Now, in 2023, paying off if you'll excuse the phrase, in spades for her, doing very, very well because of the oh. slaveholder skills. The I, slave. I, I, I kind of like that theory. Uh, my my ancestors, several generations back, they toiled in slavery so I could have what I have today. Hmm. Not bad. Uh, just to uh, put the final uh, uh, period on the sentence here. The comments of now uh, 10 o'clock star Greg Gutfeld on Fox were this. Uh, Did you ever read Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl? In the book, Viktor talks about how you had to survive in a concentration camp by having skills. Speaking of the Holocaust, of course, you had to be useful. Utility. It's utility that kept you alive. Okay. I guess the obvious reach from that is that 
the Holocaust was a good thing because it separated the skilled ones there from the are. unskilled ones. There you are. Only now, the my, only the unskilled, useless Jews were murdered, Brad. Right. Exactly. My uh, my late father-in-law, my wife's father, Ed Steiner, was in I think six different concentration camps. Obviously, he survived, and. Uh, we did videotape him uh, 20 years ago. I haven't looked at the tapes for a while. And they were actual tapes. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, but I remember one story where he thought it was over. He thought it was over. They brought him into a room. Yeah. And uh, the guy in charge of the, the camp, and he was a very skilled person. See, th- this is the the whole Greg Gutfeld, Ron DeSantis idea here. He was a very skilled engineer. Okay. He knew how to do stuff. He knew how to make machinery and fix stuff. Okay. And the guy put a gun down on the table and he threatened him and said, you know, something to the effect, like you have to fix this or you have to do this or that, or, or you're dead. He kind of got the message. Yeah. Um, again, I'm. It, it could be just me, but that's really not a a resume enhancing no part of your life. It's not no. a it's not a positive thing. No, and that's just a just a tiny. The, you know the the degradation. This is there. There is just nothing that Republicans. And cannot now take and turn upside down. I mean, this is the old idea. You know, everything you thought was true, it just isn't true, Britt. (laughs) It's just not true. You're just not seeing the other side. I, I, and I I hope, I hope you're wrong. I hope they don't get away with this. Both DeSantis, I mean, and DeSantis obviously is not going to be the nominee unless that guy you were talking about who chomps on cheeseburger and fried chicken all the time keels over and even then i don't know if DeSantis is going to be the nominee anyway but yeah they should pay a a severe price for following this is not something that's been assigned to them a lot of times what they'll do is oh they're trying the liberals are misconstruing what i say you see Britt, this is uh, i have to explain these kind of things to you yeah yeah. you don't understand america you don't understand (laughs) in addition if i may be more specific small town america where we don't let things like that pass yeah. So easily. Say okay. that slavery was bad. Try that in a small town. Oh, wait, just a second, Britt. The Democrats are the ones that are politicizing this. Yeah. That's Don't you realize it? And that's you know how problem. badly they're politicizing it? The uh, head of the Biden crime family, Joe Biden, is taking advantage of this moment by having erected as uh, uh, a federal federal sites three three different monuments to Emmett Till. Uh, how long are, how long are the liberals going to live off of that one? Sure, sure. Okay. <laughs> and you'll just notice that just happens to be on the same day to try to take the sheen off of the greatness of the concept of slavery was the 19th century community college. We just don't want to admit it. Oh, my God. When will they stop? 
Well, yeah, when will the when are you, you people going to get over this shit? Meanwhile, we have Ashley Babbitt's uh, memorial that's being built somewhere, in, <laughs> yeah, somewhere out in Pennsylvania or something. All right, uh, another uh, story that happened, I guess, on on Tuesday. Ron DeSantis was in a multi-car accident. He was in a motorcade going to campaign events in Tennessee. This was on I seventy-five. Hello, I-75. I don't know if it still looks this way. I haven't driven down from Ohio through I-75 into Florida you know, for forever. But that's I just remember all of the the uh, fireworks signs. Lazy Tom. Oh, yeah. Is, is that shit still up there? I, they must be. It's, so it's like the South Carolina of, of your it, people. It is. <laughs> it is. Anyway, it was a four-car motorcade, and somebody hit it. I have an official statement here. Yeah. Um from the governor yeah, who says the driver of the other car shut up brit comedy is coming <laughs> shut up we got to get this statement out hurry the driver of the other car apparently fell asleep at the wheel um i am not hurt but that driver could have avoided any kind of accident had he been woke <laughs> Let's <laughs> see what you did there. He woke. I got the woke in there. Let's see what you did there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got the woke in there. Apparently, they didn't. They didn't derive any um, driving skills on the plantation. Let me order off the menu for just a moment because I wanted to get your opinion on this. Uh, some people don't know this, uh, and some people do who have listened to us for a number of years. But it's weird, Brad. People don't listen to every one of these podcases for nine years Why? now. It's a, it's the strangest thing. <laughs> Uh, back in the late eighties, when you came to North Carolina, you were part of a group that was helping to get rid of smoking indoors, particularly in restaurants and you in Greensboro in Greensboro. Yeah, and you, which of course, in, for those of you that know North Carolina or Greensboro, if you were alive in the eighties and you questioned, geez, I don't think they should be blowing smoke in the pediatric ward right at the babies after they're born. Some guy would come up to you and tell you just how much tobacco had done for the state and built hospitals and built roads and bridges and shut the fuck up. Uh, so the, you received a lot of hate for this. And it was one of the things that sort of put you on the map when you were starting your, your, uh, your DJ career, your morning DJ career there at rock 92. Well, there uh, yeah, have been but, several but, uh, uh, to, to, to be, to be fair to the atmosphere at the time, you're you're right. There were going to be never oh yeah change dead enders and people who worked at Laurelard Tobacco who oh sure were were pretending that the truth wasn't the truth and all the kind of things. Really, you could lay those arguments over lots of things uh, all the way up to today over denial of reality. But but uh, we were somewhat confident that uh, uh, people were just fed up. They were they were yeah. fed up with yeah. with uh, going into grocery stores with with uh, some old hag with a cigarette hanging out of her mouth with the ashes <laughs> dripping into the lettuce and, and things of that sort. And um, if there if there was a non smoking section in a restaurant, it would be three tables and it would be surrounded by the smoking sections. So and now all these years later, even in a place like this and even in places where tobacco was king, yeah. you can't get it's a generation like your kids would never be able to even understand or imagine. Oh, my God. They used well, to smoke in rest like all the time. Well, I, th I think they could understand it if, if, if they it's knew a weird. little bit more about they it. But but the um, the the larger the larger point is that back then, one of the main arguments that they tried to throw out 
the tobacco industry and the uh, excusers and the enablers was, you know, if this passes, if this kind of ordinance can pass in Greensboro, North Carolina, it can pass anywhere. And you know what? They were 100% right because it did finally pass in Greensboro, North Carolina after failing the first time because we were sure that I don't want to say that the uh, votes weren't counted correctly or or something was askew, but we just knew that the trend was our friend. And when it got uh, voted on the second time, actually, I need to correct myself. It passed the first time. They brought it back up and thought it could get repealed. They wanted a do-over. They requested the do-over. It got reaffirmed by a larger margin than it had originally passed because people after having a couple years worth of uh, smoke-free restaurants and transportation and large retail stores and things of that sort, said, you know, that's pretty good. That's all right. I can live with that. So mm-hmm. that's, that's that story. So the, I say that. Sorry, I, got, say sorry I got it messed up at first. I, sorry, I, I, saw, I say that to say this. We're now seeing various measures. There's one from Minnesota where city councilors – want to introduce a ban on smoking marijuana in public, Brad. Also in New York, where New York Republicans want to ban smoking cannabis in public. And when some of these people are uh, approached and say, well, I mean, don't you think that also smoking cigarettes in public has a bad effect on people's health? Don't you think that's got a a difficult? uh, And no, 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 this is totally different. This is completely and totally different. Uh, cannabis bad, and then kids can smell this and get high. So we're seeing somewhat, it's interesting to see how, again, history doesn't repeat itself, but it sort of rhymes and how different people are dealing with the legalization of marijuana. And now, uh, again, like I said, in various places, they're talking about uh, banning it from being smoked in public, Brad. Um, I have to think about that a little bit because, yeah, frankly, uh, I'm disgusted if I go to a restaurant and there are three people standing outside the fucking restaurant smoking and it stinks like shit out there and you have to walk through their cloud. Uh, so I haven't spent much time recently in the last few years in major cities. Uh, but from what I'm told, there are many cities in this country where it just smells like marijuana smoke everywhere the, the last time it's that i went everywhere. to the last time i went to vegas which was 15 16 months ago i've never smelled as much pot as i smelled in vegas well there you go there you go um so i don't know uh, I, I don't know i mean i, I remember uh, you know I'm not worried when I'm outside if someone is uh, smoking and I smell it that I'm going to get lung cancer. That's not the issue. Right. And I'm not worried if someone is uh, smoking marijuana and it smells like marijuana that I'm going to get hot. I'm not worried about that. It's just disgusting. I can right. It's not something you want to. Disgusting. You don't. You don't want to subject yourself to that, and you should have the right, right to so, not do that. Right. So I can just see this whole thing getting wrapped in some kind of false freedom. <laughs> moniker well, oh you wouldn't let us smoke indoors now you won't even let us smoke outdoors where's the freedom kind of t- I, don't know. <laughs> I don't know going forward as as pot is legalized in more and more states and eventually it will be legalized here but as usual we'll do it well after 
everybody else does it. Oh, we'll be long dead. But <laughs> yeah. We'll be long gone. That's the two the two real issues that are is this the public smoking of it and how it, it affects people who are choosing not to partake and also how much THC per 1000 parts or whatever makes you impaired to drive. They still are working on that. They haven't figured that out exactly. Yeah. And they're still trying to check all of that out. Those are the two real barriers. I, well, you're, um, you're right. And of course, uh, I believe there is a, uh, there's a section of the planet that will, I drive better. I drive better. Yeah. yeah. What? No, you don't. No, say no, you don't. <laughs> Eventually. And, no, and don't. this was, this was the helpful part of mothers against drunk drivers is it kind of got us to a national standard, which for a while was like most States went with 0.10. Most States now are at a 0.08 when it comes to blood alcohol content. Uh, you just can't come to an agreement and we're still in the infancy stages of all this. So eventually somebody's going to come to, Hey, it's, this is going to be what we're going to go with makes you impaired to drive it's going to be a blood draw it's going to be i don't know what they're going to do but eventually it's going to happen right now you, you are we seeing a probably, lot of yeah we should probably check to see if there are countries that uh, ban outdoor uh smoking and or certainly of uh of marijuana and that could be i'm always thinking singapore they're always the oh yeah they're always the ones and and it's a kind of a it's kind of a free country that's authoritarian. Yeah. Okay. Um, and they're the ones that put that, you know, the, didn't they uh, beat the shit out of some kid who dropped gum on the sidewalk or something? Yeah. Remember? Yeah. That was 30 the, years ago. There was a big, big that, was the, yeah. well, that was in the 90s. And that was when they, the Singapore cane thing became somewhat of a joke. I think he was vandalizing or something of that nature. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll watch it. All right. Um, Oppenheimer exposed as a false flag operation. This is one of the great mistakes in the history of movies. This is so, this is so good. One guy, one guy spotted in the movie, uh, Oppenheimer, um, the wrong flag being waved in one of the scenes that's supposed to take place in 1945. Mr. Oppenheimer is getting a standing ovation from a crowd of people waving American flags and the flags have 50 stars on them. Of oh, course, God, we, we all know because we watch Jeopardy that uh, Hawaii and Alaska didn't join the union until 1959 and 1960. So we were still operating with 48 star flags through you know most of the 20th century until we got um to the end of eisenhower's uh um, his two uh, terms now there are a lot of uh excuses being given for how this could have happened because apparently in the rest of the movie they get it right all the way through they show flags all the time they get it all the way through and uh um, they probably can fix this right digitally when they put it out on on video or or, or send it to the streaming services. They can they can possible. fix that. It's possible, yeah. Um, but here's the lamest excuse of all I've heard. Well, it's okay because it's Oppenheimer remembering 
what happened to him in 1945 later in his life. So because later in his life and he lived into the 1960s, he would have been alive when there were 50 stars on the flag. He might have falsely remembered people waving 50 star flags. No, no sale on that one. (laughs) You know, and, 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 uh, uh, as as you know, Brit, I'm very unforgiving. As a result, I refuse to see this movie because <laughs> Brit. Wait, 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 here here's the uh, here's the the uh, political take on this. If they can't get that right, what else did they miss? Oh yeah, that's what, what else did they right? That's yeah, stupid. No, no, no I'm, and and uh, um, you know this I'm, this movie apparently is is pretty spectacular, and they really go out of their way to to uh, make it look and and make you feel like you're 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 right there and uh it's it's a lovely mistake and by the way this is the definition of a mistake right well right Uh, um uh for instance ron DeSantis, even if he said at this point that my education department of which i do not personally decide every t to get crossed and every i to get dotted they came up with the policy about teaching that uh, slavery did at least uh, impart some skills to people so there was some value to it Uh, that was a mistake okay no that was not a mistake that was an intentional piece of propaganda that you put into place not a mistake big difference Blowing the flag in a movie in one scene. I guess it goes by really fast. So just one guy first noticed it. Uh, that's just a mistake. And it does not undercut the artistic integrity of the whole of the whole project. So, but the, the, you know, you've seen those those uh, websites and the, the reels of where they, they run through all kinds of mistakes that have been made in movies in the past. You know, it'll be an old Western movie and, and and somehow there'll be a pickup truck driving way in the background <laughs> that they isn't didn't the, notice uh, when they were when they were filming the movie okay isn't the classic one uh kirk douglas wearing a watch in spartacus or something like that isn't that oh like the, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 but no <laughs> the, it's okay it was a rolex it's okay he was remembering back to the times when he was never mind. <laughs> was... all right how about a uh whole new reason to sue fox that sounds great because there are this many. Great. They just great. never learn. These guys never, never learn. Yeah. Well, uh, of course, they're going to try to distance themselves from this. Here's a guy who spent $174,000 buying gold coins that he saw on uh, all those commercials on Fox News over the years. And he's really pissed because he lost 70000 of the 174000 dollars that he put in there and he put it in in 2018 now i checked and uh the price of gold since 2018 is up approximately 50 percent if you'd bought the uh gld etf which is the uh, gold etf that just takes care of it all for you you just hand them the money they take care of everything. You don't have to have gold bars in your house. It's just like buying a stock. Since 2018, it's up 57%. So how could you lose? How could you lose all that money 
80,000 out of 174,000, which is about 40% of your investment in that time? Well, the answer is, if you invested with a company called Lear Capital, I've seen the commercials a million times, a million times, a gold IRA from Lear Capital. They have a 33% commission. (laughs) I'm sorry, three, three, as in one One third? third. Yeah, yeah. And of course, they don't mention that in the commercial. And I don't know what the mechanics are of how this guy didn't notice or didn't ask or didn't realize that he was getting. It's it's slightly worse than the Wolf of Wall Street guy who was offered a 50% commission on penny stocks. Which was complete bullshit and defrauded millions of a lot of people. According to the Washington Post, while the legitimacy of the gold retirement investment industry is the subject of numerous lawsuits, including allegations of fraud by federal and state regulators against Lear and other companies, its ads have become a mainstay of right wing media. Yeah, you can go yeah. buy gold, my pillow guy, followed by yeah. more gold. More pillows. And by the way, did you know he's selling sheets now too? Shoot, he's got slippers, Brad. He's got some slippers. very nicely crafted, very comfortable slippers. I hear you. Um, Bill O'Reilly and Rudy Giuliani have promoted gold coins. Ads for Lear's competitors have appeared on podcasts hosted by Ted Cruz. And of course, Steve Bannon and the rest of them, they all have gold IRA companies. Look, there's... There's a way to buy gold and have it as part of your portfolio responsibly. And there's also by the GLD. You're done. Your your crazy ass uncle who is betting on the American economy to go in the shitter and wants to like store some gold coins in his colon, you know, for when the mole people are coming. That's it. (laughs) But if, 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 if there's ever an example, if there's, this is the all time, uh, golden example of the lack of sophistication of people and advertisements that prey on that and appeal to that lack of sophistication and fear about what do you get? You get Fox news channel fear and lack of sophistication. Hmm. Fits right in there. Doesn't it? I've told you that from time to time I enjoy, um, I enjoy gambling on sports and it's going to be legal here in just a few months in North Carolina. And I've, I think I've given you this uh, sign. I think I've talked to my mother. You said, you'll know that I have a problem. Number one, when I start putting this shit on a credit card, that's, that's a huge glaring boom. I, I need to go seek some help, some assistance with this. The other one would be, if you ever hear me go, no, 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 I have a system. I'm quitting my job. I'm doing this full time. You don't understand. I have a system. If you have someone in your life that goes, I'm putting all of my retirement into gold, then you know you need to try to sedate them, start the IBC process, do something to to try to intervene because they're about to fuck up their whole life. Well, the funny thing is, if in 2018, this guy had just put all his money into gold, not through Lear Capital, but through... You know, low cost methods, mutual funds or exchange traded funds, he would have done just fine. I just fifty like percent, but but you know that's not how people do it. They think they've got a better way to do it. Of though. course, of course. Uh, and the people are waiting in the weeds for you people with a better way of doing it. I would just like to point out: very boring, 
very staid, very old investment. The S&P 500 is up 18% this year. I know, I know. It could die by December, could be in the shitter, but it's the easiest way for people that really don't know much about the stock market. Just put on that one. Uh, this one is just off of Media I don't know if you saw Well, this is a, not off Media Eye. This is just a story that's been going around. The Justice Department now suing Texas over floating barriers in the Rio Grande intended to dis- deter uh, migrant crossings. Greg Abbott apparently trying to just go ahead and do the sharks with freaking laser beams thing. Wait a minute. From well, Austin so, Powers. I got a real problem with this. Why didn't they electrify it? That's right. That, is that not the next? Well, Texas can't get electricity to its own people, let alone That's fucking true. immigrants. So there's no have any to spare. <laughs> so there would be there would be the infrastructure is so shitty in Texas they can't even electrify and fry people trying to cross over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you you know, Britt, we're just marking time here till till the next indictments come down, and it could come down at, at any time in the next in the next few days in the in the january 6th case now this is the one specifically related to the riot to the insurrection correct mm-hmm. okay this is the one that's going to like tie him into leading and inspiring and being a part of the insurrection on january the 6th of 2021 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. trying to trying to keep them all straight because we have the yeah I mean, this is this is essentially what you saw during the hearings right held by the democrats with Two Republicans on the panel. It was bipartisan, you know, Britt. <laughs> and about by, by the way, lo- looking back now, you have to give props to uh, Liz Cheney and Adam Kissinger. They they sacrificed their political careers all the way, a hundred percent, because they wouldn't go along with the bullshit. Yeah, I give them a hundred percent credit because they are breathing some rarefied air oh yeah of which there's not very much of it in the world of being a republican and being in fear for your career yeah wait wait a minute hold it there's a new t-shirt in fear for your career career. i'm a i'm a republican um and in the end yeah yeah, the, the the history books even if they haven't been written yet, they're being written right now, and they they stand pretty tall. They really do. Uh, I want to go back to something you were saying, though, when we were talking about Oppenheimer and we're talking about the Holocaust and Greg, stupid-ass Greg Gutfeld. Wasn't there a story recently about Trump pounding the table because he didn't feel like the, the chosen people came out for him in 2020 in, in the numbers that he would have wanted? Wasn't there some sort of thing? After all I've done for the Jews, when I, when I moved that, that uh, you, embassy... Any group of people that Trump <laughs> doesn't think support him in great enough numbers. Is, there, just... is there any group? <laughs> and by the way, you keep seeing there's another couple of them today. I think it's in Politico more on what the fuck is with the evangelicals. <laughs> they They just keep coming back to him. They have thrown out every tenant every yeah. idea every rule in their life yeah to support a guy who's broken every one of them and why because they're just thankful now that he appointed three supreme court justices and they overturned roe versus wade all right i'll support donald trump forever well there's nothing he can do he's done some. 
he saved my, no he saved the baby's lives and therefore it's evangelicals uh, in a lot of ways not all of them but a lot of in a lot of ways they'll sell out anybody for and they don't even need the 30 pieces of silver oh and i can't remember you know there was a, a p I'm, it's how did evangelicals i think it's the, the jane coaston piece in the times how did evangelicals go from jimmy carter to donald trump it's you know it's a great how did it happen it's a how great question over a period of what 45 47 years yeah that's that's an outstanding question um a lot of evangelicalism now among hardcore guys and there's a guy i've been following for a couple of years his name is mark driscoll and he was a big leader in this thing had a mega church with a hundred thousand members uh several campuses in the seattle area and he's continued to do his grift down in Arizona now. And he, if you listen to that one, of, and you can find his, his uh, homilies, his speeches, his sermons on YouTube very easily. It's, it's basically shit that you would see on Fox News at 8 o'clock or 9 o'clock. It's basically, and, and the vessel, I think, for a lot of evangelicals is, all right, Donald Trump, not a great messenger obviously a flawed human being, but we have to use him as this weapon against this woke stuff. We have to, because that's important right now. And anything we can do to knock this shit down is, right. is what we have to do. Here, here's a, uh, a subset of the whole concept of getting from Jimmy Carter to uh, Donald Trump. And we'll work backwards with the uh, access Hollywood. When you're a star, they'll let you do anything. Don't you mean Hollywood Grab access? Grab by the pussy. Grab them by the pussy. Whatever. The, the whole thing, right? It's Hollywood access. Yeah, Hollywood access. <laughs> the outrage, the outrage that was expressed at Jimmy Carter when he gave an interview to Playboy in 1976 when he was running. Yeah. This was the quote. This is in the Playboy interview. He said he had looked on a lot of women with lust and had yeah. committed adultery in my heart many times. Holding himself that, accountable. Oh, my God. He's, he's, oh he's holding God. himself accountable, as Jimmy Carter has done his entire fucking life. Now, to be fair, he did get elected. He did get elected in 1976. But the brouhaha over that, of course, was disproportionate to the excuses and the defense of Donald Trump and the tap dancing following the initial, oh, he's got to get out of the race. There are a lot of Republicans where he's got to get out of the race. And how long did that last? Two weeks? Mm -hmm. Three weeks? Mm -hmm. Until he until he nailed it in the primaries and that was it. Oh, we're all behind him. Yeah, he didn't mean it. Big deal. So the standards that these people have violated, their own standards, to support this guy. And you would think at this point that Donald Trump has no association with an attempt to overthrow the United States government following the election of 2020. And you know why? Because it wasn't that Brit. Aren't you paying attention to what they're saying? 
Okay. Now they're saying it wasn't even that. Well, don't they you see trying this to overthrow the government? This, this trying to overthrow the government. But this fits into the narrative of the Confederate States of America, the South. They were on the right side of history because it was an encroaching, overpowering, strangling federal government trying to tell them what to do. So the war against the North, the Confederacy, was justified, much as this on January the 6th was justified because it was, again, uh, the federal government, the deep state, well, trying to put their boot on the throat of real Americans. I think that's, met, that's a pretty easy... I, I think you're right. I think you're right. And I think we probably need to draw a line down the center of the page and try to figure out whether the timeline that we are existing in right now is somewhat equivalent to the timeline following the Civil War. Uh, because, you know, revisionist history is always in business. Oh, it's yeah. just a question of when does it assert itself and start to take over the narrative and start to squash the truth. And I would assume that this was a uh, war against Northern aggression was already in place during the Civil War itself, if not immediately afterwards. And the fact that you had amendments to the Constitution passed uh, at the end of the Civil War and right afterwards protecting the rights of the uh, freed, now highly skilled, former yeah. slaves. Who, for some reason, they wanted to hunt down and murder. I, I don't understand. Right. They had all these great skills. Right. Uh, there is some equivalence, and since we're thinking out loud, we're not thinking very well here. There's some equivalence to that. The reaction, the quick reaction to Reconstruction, mm -hmm. which I think it took them about, about 15 years to just reverse all the gains that were made in the wake of the Civil War. Right. Uh, rolling back political rights for black people, figuring out new ways to deny them the vote through poll taxes and things of that sort well look what we have uh, less than three years after we were all able to see what happened in washington on january 6 2021 there is a full denial industry that what oh, you sure. saw you did not see That's what correct. you know happened did not happen That's and correct. the person who led that not only did not lead that he honestly believed that he had won the election, so therefore he could not have been doing anything wrong since he honestly believed that, which, by the way, that isn't even true. He honestly didn't believe that he won the election. There's so much evidence. There are so many people, and there's nobody in his inner circle, not a one, not a one who has testified either in public at the January 6th hearings last year or that we know of that has spoken to grand juries and the like that has said, oh, yeah, oh, Donald Trump was he was absolutely convinced that he had. No, he knew he lost. He he did his version of the uh, famous Saturday Night Live skit. Where you know, Michael Dukakis, played by John Lovitz, I think looks over at George W. Bush and says, I can't believe I'm losing to this guy. I can't believe I'm losing to this guy. <laughs> I can't believe I'm losing to this guy. It's a great line. And Trump said, 
flat out, I don't know who it was to. I can't remember which aide. I can't believe I lost to Joe Biden. I can't. <laughs> well, if, I know you can't believe it, but that means you realize that you did. And there are many, many versions of that leading up to January 6th and afterwards while the lying continued and right through the second impeachment. Mm. And so he's he's dead to Sunday, Britt. And I know it's frustrating for us to sit here and go, if I see one more fucking story about how Jack Smith is now calling in so-and-so to speak in next week in the grand Jababa, you know, I know it's frustrating, but because this is a mafia case on triple steroids, right? Where you have to have collaboration. He's got to have everything nailed down. It's got to be cemented down so that the lies that are going to be told in court in defense of Trump, if he has any lawyers left to do that, will be able to be completely wiped off the uh, off the map. And it looks at this moment, this is my theory, his Sammy the Bull Gravano is named Mark Meadows. Sammy the Bull Gravano turned yeah. on John Gotti and testified against him. He's out of him out. Went all the way. You know, Gravano admitted that he uh, killed 18 people. Yeah. And he, he went to prison for what about twenty years or so, and uh, but but he he convicted almost single handedly uh, John Gotti who had gotten away with it for a long time. I don't know if you've mo- listened to the the good news is that when Trump is telling a lot of people now to go out and stand up for him when he's arrested and shit like that, they're they're not Nobody listening. Does. Nobody does. And I don't I know. I don't know if you've heard that on the, the most recent Pod Save America. They when you go to those discord groups, it's some of the we've, we've decided now the pronunciation of this is MAGA. M-A-G-A is now just officially pronounced MAGA. If you go to Miles Taylor's book, he pronounces it MAGA throughout the entire thing. And now that that's how you pronounce it. When so you have these, who, what was the name of the singer that Tony Bennett sang with at the end of his life? Lady, <laughs> Lady, Lady. Gaga, Gaga, <laughs> Gaga. Anyway, they uh, when they're when these people who are still in MAGA Nation are on Discord or they're on WhatsApp or chatting with each other, they're like, "We're not going to go out for him because he did not have our back on January the sixth. He was nowhere to be found on January the sixth. He took a powder, which may force Donald Trump at some point to go forward and, and verify and clarify that story about him grabbing." the wheel on the secret service vehicle and saying, I wanted to, I wanted to go to the Capitol. I tried, I tried to take the steering wheel. By the way, that's, that's a great way to get out of what do you think you're getting out of? Exactly. (laughs) Well, I really did. I really did want to go there and lead an actual revolution against (laughs) the very government. He incriminates himself further every time he opens his mouth, every time he sits down with stupid Sean Hannity, every time he does anything, he he incriminates himself further. So why not? Why wouldn't he then talk about what they've been saying is a lie for a year now? That was Cassidy Hutchins. That wasn't that her story. And they were, oh, that's such a lie. That's not verifiable. Nobody will, nobody will, nobody will say that was true. Remember, she was telling a story that was told to her. Exactly. By that Tony Ornato, who was the, uh, the Secret, Secret Service. Service guy, and uh, at least to this moment, no one, repeat, no one has refuted that story yeah. publicly. Correct. Because if they could, they would, but they can't, so they don't. So, but watch, for she Trump, was under watch, 
Watch for Trump to become his own best witness against himself. Hey, hey, Britt, when are all those Secret Service agents going to appear in public uh, to to uh, back up Trump? When is that going to happen? I guess uh, that never happened, did it, Britt? Uh, 